0: I'm Vijay Hamilton, and welcome to the Autoimmune Reset, the place for you to learn how to thrive with autoimmune disease and feel empowered to take steps to transform your health to feel better than ever. You can start making changes today to improve your health so with every episode, my mission is to share with you simple ways to level your diet and lifestyle with key learnings from my own journey reversing autoimmune disease and inspirational stories from those who have reset their autoimmune symptoms and are now thriving in life. I suffered from autoimmune disease for over 25 years and now I live symptom free and I wish the same for you as well. So thank you for being here and sharing this time with me. Now let's get started. Have you ever read a book that completely changed your life or changed your perspective on the world around you? I know during my health journey but also just during my life there have been certain books that I have read and they have made such a difference in the way I feel about myself, the people around me and what I'm doing in life. These books have been part of getting better and recovering from my autoimmune disease because by helping with the way i'm thinking and the way i'm feeling it's motivated me to keep wanting to move forward and get better these books have definitely been part of my journey as much as nutrition and other lifestyle changes that i've made along the way So today, in this Friday Five, I'm going to share with you my top five life-changing books so that you can consider whether these might be beneficial for you as well. And I will be giving you a few tips about these books so you know which book might be right for you. The first book that I have to mention is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. This book felt like a therapy session, (laughs) I'll admit. And I read it and I also listened to it on audio and I really loved listening to it. I feel like Gay has such a comforting and soothing voice. Some of the concepts in the book really resonated with me. He talks a lot about self-sabotage and I think this comes up time and time again in our health. You may know what to eat, you may know what to do, but when it comes to the crunch, you sabotage it and you don't know why. In this book it talks about an upper limit problem where we believe we're only worth a certain amount and when anything goes beyond that we sabotage it. And I love the book because it sets out some key reasons why you might be sabotaging your health. I always think it's that self-awareness piece. So once you identify why you're acting a certain way... It's so much easier to overcome that and he goes through some hidden barriers that you might be carrying or some hidden beliefs that you have about yourself that are stopping you from moving forward. So it's a really good book if you find that in your health or in other elements of your life you seem to be up against a certain limit and not able to move forward from that it may be that you have an upper limit problem and the big leap can really help you to understand why that might be happening and I love the hidden barriers that he lists and certainly read through those but one of them is feeling fundamentally flawed I think that can happen to a lot of us. There might have been something that happened in the past or something that somebody said or perhaps the way you were treated that made you feel like you weren't good enough. And that comes up with health as well. We can often sabotage our own health because we don't think we're worthy of it. I always ask my clients to read this book, to go on their own self-discovery journey so that they can understand why they might not be moving forward with their health. Definitely that would be, if there was a top recommendation of them all, it would be The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I'm so glad the book came into my life and when it did, I saw some significant changes happen in my life just by identifying what was holding me back. I was then able to move forward. The next book is The Values Factor by Dr John Martini, Because I'd only ever really heard about values when I was at work. There was always some core values that we aligned to, and that all made sense from a corporate perspective. And I didn't realise, well, I've actually got my own values. When I thought about what my values potentially were, I didn't really know why that mattered. And the thing is, when you're not living your life aligned to your values, you're almost out of sync and out of balance And everything in life is about balance and moving forward in the direction that you want to move in. This book really goes through lots of exercises that you can do as well to help you understand what your values are. And I do love in the book that it does explain how you can identify your own values. Because when you're not living your life to your highest value... It's almost blocking you from thriving. First of all, it's identifying what are your values. A really good way to do this is to look around your space now or where you, where you work from or your home and look what is around you. That might give you an idea about what your values are. Are there lots of musical instruments around you? Do you have lots of family photos around you? Do you have books around you? And that's going to give you an idea of what your values are and what your priorities are in life. And the other suggestion he says as well, and I found this really interesting. He talks about the things that you value the most are the things that you keep the most organised. And I found that really interesting when I first read it because I was working in tax as an accountant at a, a large corporate at the time, and. Everybody used to say how tidy my desk was and how in order everything was. And then (laughs) my home life was absolutely chaotic in the sense that it was just so messy, so disorganised. And people were always really shocked when they were like, I can't believe that you're messy at home because you're so tidy and organised at work. When I reflected on that, I realised how much I prioritised my job over really a lot of other things in my life. It is a priority for me and it is a value for me but that was quite a nice eye-opener of are even my values and priorities right and are they really aligned to who I am. I digged a bit deeper and I realised what really matters to me in life and I started to get that balance a bit better and that certainly helped with my health and in my life and my personal life as well. So if you are not sure what your values are or you feel a bit lost, it's quite a good book if you're feeling lost and you're not quite sure what direction to go in, it really helps you to see what your main values are, what your priorities are, so that you know what to focus on to move forward and you can start living your life aligned to your true values and not the values of other people that you're trying to please. The next book that I would recommend is The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. I love this book because it was very structured, so it's almost like a three-month process of reading the book, and she gives you information so that each day you can start exploring yourself and and your feelings and what motivates you in more detail. And I really enjoyed that about this book. And it's the first time I came across this concept of morning pages and stream of consciousness journaling. That's when you wake up in the morning and you go and have three clean sheets of paper and you just write, just write whatever comes into your head. One, it's just a really great way of kind of starting the day, getting all those thoughts onto the page, but also after time, you may recognise themes come up or things that you might be worried about, or things that you're excited about. I enjoyed that process in the book and I really felt it did bring more of a creative side out of me. And again, an understanding of really who I am, because once you know who you are, you know what makes you feel good, and you know what you want to do in life. I found that that was a great book at, at that time in my life, and I have been thinking about going through and reading it and doing the process again, and I know she's got a year-focused book as well, and potentially sharing that with my community, the autoimmunity community, in doing it together, that three-month process, because I think it is very powerful. So if you don't have that book, I would definitely recommend it, especially if you are looking for some structure, you're looking for a a morning routine, it's a good way to start working on your goals and moving forward. And then the next book is Gretchen Rubin's The Four Tendencies. You may have heard me mention this before but it goes into four different personality types and I use this in my clinical practice as a nutritionist as much as I use it on myself and with my family and I have had all my friends and family and my clients do the quiz because it really helps me when I understand their personality types and how that interacts with my own personality types, how we behave together and how our relationship is. Because being a questioner, I often question people a lot and I enjoy questioning people and when people question me, I almost just expect it because that's just the norm for me. But I've realised that for some personality types, that can feel really intrusive. By understanding that I'm a questioner and somebody else is a different personality type, I realise that actually I don't want to push them too far. Maybe they're not ready to talk. Maybe they don't want this direct question. And it's helped me develop a better relationship with people. And I often explain that as well now to friends and family who might not enjoy all the questions that I have for them. I just realise now that no that's not right for them, fair enough, it it feels normal to me but for somebody else questioning all the time and (laughs) I I, I mean I just love to know more about things. I don't see it as intrusive but I I can honestly see how it can be for other people but obviously for my clients as well understanding whether they're an obliger or a rebel, it it helps me to deliver my services in a certain way. Because if I was to tell a rebel exactly what to do, they're probably going to be less likely to do it. So there's a certain way that I would go about that, whereas I know with an obliger, they would prefer a more structured approach. And and account the accountability with an upholder. And you, if you read the book, you'll understand all these personality types and you can do the quiz. But an upholder can be given the information and run with it themselves. And then a questioner like me just needs to understand the why to be able to follow a plan. So it's been really helpful for me in my life and in my profession. And so I would definitely recommend that book and, and recommend doing the quiz. And I'll put the link to the quiz in the show notes. My last book is one that specifically really helped me but I do recommend it to people who might be struggling with alcohol because I always thought that drinking alcohol when you're socialising or going out with friends after work or going to parties and having a drink wasn't an issue. I'm sure it isn't for some people. I read the book The Unexpected Joy of Being Sober by Catherine Gray quite a few years ago now, but it was during a time when I'd decided to give up alcohol for six months because... One, I just wanted to reset my relationship with it a bit because I'd got to the point that every Friday night when I'd go out, I'd have a drink. So every weekend I'd be having a drink and then it suddenly realised that I haven't really been a weekend without a drink in a long, long time. I just wanted freedom from it in a way and I, I was hoping to see a different side of life. I knew that even though there, is, there are studies to show some benefits of drinking a moderate amount of alcohol and there is the social aspect, I just knew deep down that it was, it was impacting my health. So I gave it up for six months and I read this book, The Unexpected Joy of Being Sober. It made me realise that habits that I had formed around alcohol that weren't helpful and it had started impacting my life to some extent. I would have hangovers that would last the whole day, when <laughs> that's happening a couple of times a month, that ends up being quite a few days in a year that you are waste. That I felt that I was wasting on being hungover, and I'd started getting other symptoms after drinking as well. It wasn't just a hangover; it would sometimes lead to a migraine. I'd get my, my ears would block. It would affect my sinuses. So just having that break was really impactful for me and now I do have regular breaks from alcohol for extended periods of time and that's how I manage my health I didn't want to give it up for good I never have done and I've really feel like I've got a very healthy relationship with alcohol now but I do think this book and the way she writes it is very inspirational about her unhealthy relationship with alcohol many years ago and how she's managed to transform her health by going sober. And I do see the joy in being sober. I really love going to events and being sober now. I love going for dinner and being sober now. And there'll be times when I will prefer to have a glass of wine, but I'm so glad that I've seen that side of life and that all socialising on a Friday night doesn't just have to be around alcohol. That book, I would say, really helped me with my health journey. And I would recommend it to anybody that may be having an issue with alcohol or just would like to improve their relationship with it or is interested in going sober. Because why not? It's a magical place when you are. That would certainly be a recommendation of mine. And even if you aren't looking to improve your relationship with alcohol or you don't want to go sober. It's actually a really great book. So I hope you've enjoyed the Friday Five today and that's given you some things to think about as well as potentially some reading over the weekend. And if you have anything to share about those books or you'd like to let me know what your favourite book is, what's your life-changing book, I'd love to hear that. You can pop over to my Instagram account which is at the Autoimmunity Nutritionist and leave me a comment on there. And also, just a reminder that my group programme, the Complete Autoimmune Reset, starts on the 24th of October. And if you want to get that special early bird price, then that ends tomorrow, the 15th of October. So I would love for you to join. I have some amazing specialists on the programme, and I'm really excited to share with you the complete approach that I took in my own health as well, and that I'm ready to share with you so that you can start improving your health, not just with diet, but with some other complementary therapies and movement and skills that you'll learn in that six weeks that you can take on for life so i hope to see you over there if not have an incredible weekend and i'll speak to you soon Thank you very much for joining me today on the autoimmune reset. I really hope you enjoyed the discussion and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you liked it, I would hugely appreciate a review on iTunes as it helps me understand what you like about the podcast and to help share the information with more people. I'm excited to speak to you next time. And remember, you have the power to take the reins on your health. So keep the faith and celebrate the small wins. Until next time.